is the JFJ Conspiracy, where the shop talk is rock. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy, where the shop talk is rock. Here we go, guys. Episode 7. Uh, wow. Slow and steady, is like I say. Uh, we're, we're, we're doing good. Been putting these episodes out a little at a time. And I uh, hope everybody had a good New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice and quiet, the way mm-hmm. I like it. Well, you know, I think we were in bed by eight thirty, nine o'clock and figure, you know, it's New Year's somewhere in the world. So that, that's enough for me. Hey, not bad. Yeah. And we looked out. Eight thirty. I was gonna say it wasn't even quite midnight on the East Coast at that point. Well, yeah, well, Australia, somewhere, you know. It had okay, been. that's cool. <laughs> but we had, um, you know, out here in the Rialto area, you know, we got gunfire, we got M eighties, we got you know dynamite and everything else jumping off. It was so cold and windy, uh, not a peep. It was awesome. Really? So, oh, okay. Ah, uh, they'll make up for it on the Fourth of July, though. So right, that's all yeah. good. We had fireworks going on. Yeah. Now, are you guys legal over there with fireworks? Uh, not, well, not no. fireworks are legal here mm-hmm. uh, on the Fourth of July, not any ah, other time. Very good. <laughs> yeah. We get the ones. We get the ones from Colorado and Utah and Arizona and yeah. Mexico and all the stuff that's not legal here shows up here. Oh so. yeah. Well, I, I live literally uh, five minutes from the TNT factory, oh. and. Prior to buying this house, uh, we had a friend who, she lives down the street, and she said uh, a couple years before we bought the house, it actually caught on fire and blew up and blew people's windows out of their houses. It was so Oh, bad. I'm sure. So, sure. Wow. We've got our fingers crossed that they've you know, yeah. got that under control for yeah, the future. Definitely. But anyways, oh we've got uh, three bands to check out tonight. I think three real diverse bands that uh, I think I think the listeners are going to all enjoy it. At uh, one time or another, well, one way or another. But before we do that, I have a question for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. It's a yay or nay situation, and I want to get your take on it. And let's start with you, Jim. Cover bands, yay or nay? Cover bands. Uh, you, are you talking about tribute bands? Tribute bands, cover bands, either one. It's, oh, it cover falls, bands. Yeah, um, you know, it falls under the same. Let's go with tribute bands because that actually is a band who just plays one band's music and they act like them, look like them, and uh, take on the uh, persona of that band. So let's go with that. Uh, I'm not particularly a fan of any one band, but I have been. I've been out and seen Beatle tributes. I've seen. Uh, <clears throat> oh, let's see. I've seen uh, Cheap Trick. I've seen Tom Petty tributes, and if, if you're just out with friends, having a good time, you know. I'll I'll sit through an evening a cheap trick no problem doesn't doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't go out of my way to like hunt them down. Right. But uh, if if somebody said hey we're gonna go hang out and oh hey there's this you know Tom Petty cover band oh okay great whatever. Would you uh, go to a cover band festival with nothing but cover bands all day long? Um, no. I, okay. No. You don't even have to finish the question. Gotcha. No, I yeah. Wouldn't well, do it. <laughs> let's move over to Jerry. Jerry, uh, tribute bands. Tell me uh, how you feel. I, I'm absolutely for it. Santa Fe Spring Swap Meet has them all the time. You got you got Doors cover bands, uh, Depeche Mode, Johnny Cash, Led Zepp again. Uh, again, like Jim, I'm not going to go out of my way and plan an evening around it. But um, 
if they had a cover band like weekend, like, you know, the us festival or whatever, and, and you're kind of in that general area, I'd go do it. You know, I seen the atomic punks. It was pretty good. Uh, I seen, uh, yeah, I seen uh, that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. If, you know, I mean, you know, if, what's the cover charge at a bar that say the atomic punks played at five, five, 10 bucks. I know they play in Anaheim a couple times. Uh, I'm into it. If, you know, if they even get close, <laughs> you know, you know, and it, it just gets sparks a memory. I'm all for it. Yeah. Okay. Why not? It's America. Yeah. Let's keep rocking any way you can get there. Yeah. My take on it is, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to rag on anybody who's out there performing because that's, that's a number one in my book. But to me, the reason they're not for me is if you've got the talent to pick up an instrument, you can sing, you can do all this, but you have to be somebody else to do it and, and ride on somebody else's coattails to make a living, that doesn't get it for me. I, I want you to write your own music. I want you to entertain me with new stuff because I'd rather listen to a CD of the actual band at home I'll then go that. to a, a club or something anymore. Um, and again, I, I don't dislike the idea of a band doing that. It's just not for me. I, I just happened to see a flyer the other day for a big festival going on, uh, all 80s bands. I think it's Lake Elsinore or something. And it's just one after another, maybe maybe 20 different bands of, of just tribute bands. And I couldn't do that. I, you know, uh, I, I'd rather listen to the, the CD of the music the way... You know, I don't need to. That's the thing. Memory lane. I don't need to walk down that that way. Well, what about a chance to get outside, get some sunshine, get some vitamin D, hey, have I, a hot dog and a beer? And I, I can do that anywhere without listening to a band be somebody they're not. So, <laughs> well, now, now, guys, on that note, remember for my birthday, we're at that place and we saw that Beatles cover band, mm -hmm. Lads from Liverpool. Didn't we all dig it? Oh, it was awesome. And they, yeah, you know, it was fun. But again, it was for my birthday. We weren't going there to specifically see them so i see your guys's point but yeah. i we all loved it Remember oh, how good it, it they was were? they were oh, spot on pretty much yes and my only thing and i think i told you at the time is what in what universe is george the leader of the beatles you know and that's, <laughs> <laughs> well, because he was he was the top dog of that band i tell you yes good but point. it was a good but point. it was a fun evening you know yeah. and can't go wrong with an evening of Beatles songs, no. right? I no. mean, it's no, and, and they point. played well. They sounded good. Yeah. Again, we didn't go there to see them specifically, but since we were there and they were on in that uh, type of venue, yeah, it's they're fantastic. It, it, it was fun, yeah. but it, yeah, it's not something that I would um, uh, for if I'm going to go see a band or something. I want to see original music. I want to see what you've got to offer, and um, you know, uh, just not for me. I played in cover bands, mm -hmm. but you know, we we were like, uh, you know. You played whatever was on the radio. You went, but right. we went and played like junior high dances and high school dances well, and see, stuff like that. The difference with that is you're playing a, a a cover band. In that sense, is one that is playing several different artists. You yeah, are, not just one. No. And, and I wouldn't go. To, I wouldn't go to a club to see a cover band. Yeah, yeah, because you you, know? you you can get but that almost anywhere. I, you can go to a wedding go, and you see a cover band. You know, right? And you I know. think it's appropriate for that. And I think it's appropriate. Right. You know, if, at, at at a local bar, they're going to go down there and they're, they're going to play, you know, covers all night. And they're going to do like three or four sets, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not like, uh, it's not like going to the Roxy. I, I don't want to go to the Roxy and see a cover band open. No, up now for, I, I agree with you there hundred percent, you know, oh. for a national headline. Yeah, very, know, very, very glad you brought that up. Uh, May 3rd over here, Montclair, Jack White's great, um, Jack Russell's great white, excuse me has an opening band called Love Drive, and they're a Scorpions 
tribute band. Now, see, that would just kind of irk me a bit. <laughs> no, but see, we're, we're, yeah, but see, we're going there to see Jack Russell. We're going there for that. Now, well, if see, they just have, I'm sorry, go ahead. It, but if you're, if you're going to go, especially to a place like that, now, me, I'm being, I'm, I'm going to act my age. I want to go to where I can have a sit down. I'm going to have a dinner and I'm going to oh, yeah. pay the extra money because I'm not standing up for three hours to wait for mm-hmm. Jack to come out. Okay. No. So now I have to sit there because I have to be there by a certain time in order to be seated and get a meal and get my two drink minimum on. Now I have to sit through this tribute band. Yeah. So and, and they may be great. Don't get me wrong. They no knock on them whatsoever. But that's enough for me to say I'm interested in going, but I probably won't. So would you just roll in late to see Jack Russell's Great White? Kind of roll in about fifteen, ten, fifteen before they, or do you have to sit there for the whole show? No, because well, he wants a chair. Yeah, I want to sit down. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I don't want to stand up anymore. The last, the last time I stood up, I think was um, Ace Frehley at uh, House of Blues. And not stand up for that, but well, yeah. that was all good. But Ace. <laughs> the band that played before him was Harless Sweetwater, screaming rocking band. He came on, played his set, played thirty minutes, and now Ace is somewhere on the fifty-seven freeway. They don't know where he is, so now we're all standing there like like That's sardines. Yeah, That's wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Ace was late to a show. Yeah, he was. You he was are tr- kidding me. Unbeatable. He was looking for some ginger ale. I just wanted ginger ale. You know, that's, that's all right. it was. Yeah. I was on some diuretics. <laughs> I think he said at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh thing. yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, okay, we'll move on. I, I just, I was just curious what you guys take on that. Like I said, it's there's a difference between a tribute and a cover band, and um, yeah. I have I have friends who do it and uh, I like it. You know, it's kind of a side gig. It's mm-hmm. not their yeah. regular job, but they go yeah. out and uh, well, there's play the bars on the weekends and you know rake in some extra cash doing something they love. I got nothing against that. Well, there's plenty of people out there who are making a living off of somebody else's music. That that's kind of my point. Not everybody's a writer. Uh, not everybody's yeah, a writer. You know, Jim Frank's the artiste, so he, he yeah. you know gets uh, it from that angle. I hit it from the fan angle. Yeah, I'll go see them. How much is it? Eight bucks. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, let's I go. Know. That's all good. To each his own, guys. There you go. That's why we do this. That's why we do this, people. <laughs> uh, well, I'll say this: if if I'm going to go to a bar somewhere and and hang out with friends, I would much rather be a cover band than a DJ. Yes. Oh, good yeah. point. So Very that's kind of what I'm getting at. There you, you know, go. I would much rather have a cover band playing than than have a DJ. Well, that's a good point for that because uh, yeah, I, I'm. I don't Very want to be a DJ point. anyways. I. And nothing no. against DJs. I have friends who are DJs. You guys are great. Yeah, careful, Jim. <laughs> careful. I know. You gotta be Mr. <laughs> Diplomatic here. But you, you know, we're not we're not trying to upset anybody. Remember, these are just opinions, folks. That's all they are. <laughs> then there's no right or wrong answers, and that's uh, no right or wrong answers. Uh, and that's a lot about what we do with this show, anyway. Especially with it, we're gonna bring out these three bands and play a little bit of it. And uh, mm-hmm. let, let's start with you, um, Jerry. And uh, you've got a band, and I think their name is Glass Radio. Yes, and I love them. Uh, we found these guys off a of band camp. It's a trio from San Juan Capistrano. Uh, we've got Nick Bishop on drums and vocals, Nate Curiel, guitars and vocals, Kyle Corby, bass and vocals, produced, mixed, and mastered by Phil, the legendary producer, Tagan. And that's what it says on the notes, so All I figured right. I'd throw that in there. Um, they're relatively new. They met, <laughs> are you ready for this? They're met in the spring of 2013. They all worked at a coffee shop all right. in San Juan. Are you ready for that? Um, they've got some albums out, some EPs. Uh, the first EP is already gone, released in April of 2015. The other EP is Matinee, released in August of 2016. Their latest is a full album called Time's Up, 
uh, released almost exactly a year ago, January 26, 2018. And uh, they're just, uh, they got back to us on our Gmail, Show at Gmail. And uh, Nate Curiel, the guitar and vocals, is the one that reached out back to us or got back to us. We emailed him, he emailed back. And they have a new tune dropping in March. And, and Nate was cool enough to let us spring it tonight, folks. So, you know, I'm excited by them. Um, they really, I get a little zeppy feeling from them, uh, a, a little social distortion. I get a little Joel Satriani, specifically from the Super Colossal album. If you cats want to listen to that, Super Colossal by Joe Satriani, I get that feel. Um, also, the, the vocals sound, sound similar to Phil Mogg of UFO, but it's, in other words, I get these little vibes from all of it. But they're still very original, and it's just good old-fashioned rock and roll. It's a trio. You can't believe three cats can put out music like that. Uh, catch them on YouTube and all the, you know, Spotify and, and Buzzsprout and, and Bandcamp and YouTube and iTunes. And, and they just, they jam. They, it's just fantastic rock and roll to me. To me, this is my type of rock and roll, these cats. And... uh they got a show coming up January 19th at the Perk Bar, P-E-R-Q, in Huntington Beach. And I think after that, Nate said they have some shows coming in March. Uh, he got back to me. I told him I was from Cabina. He said they may have some L.A. shows in the works. So, guys, if you have a chance to check out Glass Radio, do it. They jam. All right. So right now we're going to check out. I think Jerry likes them. We are going to uh, <laughs> check out Keep On Grinning. And this is a premiere. Um <laughs> I believe there may be a little bit of it on, on YouTube already, um, but this is a little snippet of it. You want to get out there and pick this up, and here it is. Right. This is Glass Radio with uh, Keep On Grinning. Just a snippet. Oh. Keep on grinning. Oh yeah. You know, um, this is this is like um, if the White Stripes were all guys. You know, they're they're just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like them a lot. Um, Jer Jerry's in love. He's been, he's been going off all guys, week. I'm telling you. 
I, I just what a what a treat, what a jewel, yeah. what a find. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I, I love it. And I, I think uh, when, when we talked to Nate, he basically said, you really have to see us live to get the full experience. And, yes. Um, and he included that little YouTube snippet because they're nutty, too. They, yeah. They're nutty. Yeah. They're, they're, I love it. I love it. What would you think, Jim? <laughs> um, I, I'll be honest. The first song we heard from them did not knock my socks off. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I was like thinking like, oh, okay, it's, it's all right. I, I didn't hear like a really strong hook. And so um, I listened to this song today. I was, I was on the road and I had, I'd gone to the bank. And I said, okay, well, I need to listen to this. So I was sitting in the car and I put it on. And uh, I was literally dancing in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh. What, a, what a great uh, musical line. And uh, the, the bass... Bass part just blew me away. I loved it. I was like, Jim, yes, Jim's this the is, bass this guy is what I was really hoping for. Jim something, is the bass player. <laughs> yeah, this is something I was really hoping for. They would, they would have something kind of hooky oh, and yeah. um, uh, very well done. I was, I was extremely impressed. I liked it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of riff rock, and, and that's kind of how I, especially Clean. this tune here, it just, it's catchy. You're thinking about it. You're humming it later, and, and that's, uh-huh. that's yeah. you know. That, that's what music's supposed to do for you, you know. It's just make you make you think about it. Mm-hmm. So I had I had a yeah I had a little chip on my shoulder. I was like, okay, impress me, and I and I was impressed. I loved it. Very good. Well, that is Glass Radio, guys. You got to check it out. We'll leave all the links down below on the Facebook page and on um, YouTube, and we'll also uh, include it with uh, our Buzzsprout page as well because we want everyone to check them out and uh, support them. They've been really good with us, so they we want been. to uh, return Thank the favor. Did. Okay, well, moving on, um, changing gears, I might say. I, I I was searching on Bandcamp, and I came across uh, this artist by the name of Brian Toms, and um, I put on the first song on his new album, which is called uh, Everything In Between. And immediately, I, I, when you hear it, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. I thought it was he was going to do a cover of "Going to California," you know, the, the opening, <laughs> the opening uh, chords. I was like, "Hey, I'm into it already. I like it. I like it." And then his vocals came in, and this guy blew me away with his, his vocals. He's got a good, rich sound. Uh, it's well produced. Uh, the song that we're going to play for you is called Angel. It's got a list of musicians on it, and I will butcher their names, and I'm going to apologize now to every one of you who I, whose name that I butcher. You can uh, email me back and uh, let, me, let me hear about it because uh, I'll just go down the, the list here. Of course, Brian Toms is on vocals and acoustic guitars. Uh, Steve Utston is uh, keyboards um, and guitars. John Evans on a stand-up bass, upright bass and percussion. Uh, Dan Foltz plays drums and percussion. Julie Wolf is playing piano. Uh, Shana Ivonik is playing violin. Zachary Ross is on guitars, both electric and acoustic. Liz Reed doing backup vocals. And also Amy Utston on backup vocals. Again, I apologize for, for doing that to your names. but it's You're brave. Yeah, you know, I wanted to give it an effort. Wanted to give it an effort. I get, you know, didn't want to just say their first names and they feel gypped, you know. So now they, now they can say, how about that idiot on that show? He couldn't even say our names right. But. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you guys give this a listen. This is Angel by Brian Toms. Mm-hmm. 
think I do Toms with Angel, and that's quite a departure from the music that I normally pick for you guys. Yeah, uh, you cut it. You cut it off too quick. I, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I actually could have listened to the whole song, but I wanted to be you fair. Read, you read a lot of band members' names, Frank, and I didn't hear that many instruments going. Uh, you know, glass radio only has three cats, and then yeah. the room was full of sound. But I like it. I see where you get that going to California vibe. Well, uh, yeah, you know, you what's interesting it? is this is the first song on the album. I think there's. He's got an album out, uh, that one I was telling you about, that's got about 20, 30 songs on it, something like that. It's uh, some instrumentals. This is not the best song on the album. And, I like it, though. Yeah, he's got a lot of up-tempo stuff mm-hmm. and everything else. But I played that one. Like I said, it grabbed me right from the beginning because I had that. that I just love that acoustic feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, his voice uh, is well-produced. It's yeah, he, They're, they're from, up from uh, San Francisco Bay Area. Um I think uh, he had sent me a whole list of the matter of fact on Bandcamp. You guys want to check him out on Bandcamp? He left me the whole whole bio. He's updated it, and uh, I didn't have time to go through the whole thing today, unfortunately. Hmm. But um, oh, that's a good start, though, Frank. Yeah, I want you guys yeah. to check it out. Get get on Absolutely Bandcamp. Absolutely will. And 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 if you if you like new music and whatever, uh, I, I've checked out Reverb Nation. I like a lot of the stuff there, a lot of the older music there. But you get on Bandcamp, and you can purchase the music right now. You can purchase one song. You can purchase the whole album. A lot of them, and I'm not trying to do a commercial for Bandcamp, but you you set how much you want to pay for the music. You know, a lot of them don't have a set price. It's how much you want to pay for this. Hey, no, you know you're what? buying this. You're buying this for this much, and that's it. There's no options. You know, you're buying this bundle over here, that bundle yeah. over there. So, yeah, Bandcamp's great. That's where I found the Apaches. Yeah. A lot, lot of good them. stuff. So, yeah. anyways, Brian Toms, I want you guys to check him out. We'll leave his links also on bottom of the page here in Buzzsprout. And again, sorry for butchering your your musicians' names. Um, <laughs> you did good, Frank. You did good. Yeah, no. What are you gonna do? I, I'm like you. I'm used to a three piece band making a lot of noise. And, there you uh, go. I, I had I pulled this up. I said, "Holy smoke! Look at all these people." You know, there he's. This is the real deal. They're well produced, but what do you think, sounds Jim? Sounds clean. It's it's very good. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Do you like that, Jim? Oh, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, the guitar was uh, the guitar is really what hooked me, mm-hmm. and uh, and the arrangement. Yeah. And uh, every, everything about it. I. It's the kind of thing that I would love to listen to, like just going down the road. You well, know, when I'm in the car alone, just. 
something like that. It's funny you said that. I I, I was thinking that this afternoon. I said, you know, I'm going to go back and buy the whole album and uh, pick through it and throw it on my iPod. And that's a good driving uh, sounds. You know, you got some, some good tunes just to cruise to. So, and I also want to mention, he's got another band called Skippin' Town that he actually plays in, and I'll be featuring them on another show, um, a lot more up, up-tempo stuff, and he's not the, the main guy in that band, so I, I definitely will be um, featuring them on an upcoming podcast. So, Good anyways. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I love good acoustic stuff. Reminds me of that song, Coffee, by Shake and Abe. I love go. it. Just good <laughs> acoustic stuff. No, legit. That had a good sound. Good acoustic it. stuff. I got lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Uh, should I put that on Bandcamp? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Heck yeah. Oh, I, think I, I think I have everything he's recorded. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I just love Copy by Shake and Abe, people. Just if, if you do yourself a favor, do that. Acoustic. Exactly. Just good acoustic, acoustic. stuff. There good acoustic go. lead. Oh, love it. Okay, well, my shoulders are going to hurt if I pat myself on the back, so I'm not going to do that, but <laughs> I want to move forward. And, Jim, let's talk about what you bring into the table. Okay. Well, I found this guy, Sean Mars. Uh, Jerry and I are members of a, I was going to say a power pop group, but it's not a mm-hmm. group. It's a group on Facebook, <laughs> not a musical group. Ah. And uh, he posted a song on there, and I was just really extremely impressed by it. Uh He's a guy, he was uh, signed to Warner Brothers at one time. He was fronting a band called uh, Mars Needs Women. And so I went back and listened to that. Hmm. And uh, it was a little, little more grungier, a little more, I, I, hate the, I hate the term alternative, but mm-hmm. um, kind of fell into that, kind of reminded me of a little um, Best Kissers in the World vibe, you know, just kind of rocking, a little grittier. Um, this one, this song's a little, uh, I, I don't know if I want to say polished, not polished, but a little s- smoother. Um, but, y- you know, I, I've been going through band camp and looking for different bands and this and that, and I'm blown away by uh, how many bands just all sound the same. Yeah, we were just talking and about it that. Just, it just kills me, and there's, it seems like there's very few people who just play hard rock the kind of hard rock that we sort of cut our teeth on. Yeah. You know, th- bands like uh, Kiss or UFO or uh, Cheap Trick or Aerosmith, you know, any, any of those bands that were kind of staples of the, the 70s and early 80s. Uh, and this, this kind of harkens back to that a little bit, but it's got some really great pop sensibilities in it. All right. Um, so... Uh, I, this song is called Jenny Lies. It's a 2017 release, and uh, let, let's take a listen. Yeah, here's Jenny Lies.
we'll stop that there. I swear I've heard that before. It's yeah. Very, very catchy. It could have been on the yes. radio, guys. It really. It's it had a radio been. song. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked last week, kind of the Minnie Mendez school of songwriting. You, you hear it and you think like, gosh, this sounds so familiar. Mm-hmm. And yet it's the ah. first time you're hearing it, right? I mean, it's right. just uh, ah. a very fresh take on. You know, on that style, I think. You know, it, I like it doesn't. It. it doesn't sound dated. It, no. it sounds no. very modern. Very no, I like it. I just want to make a point about all three bands tonight. Um, Jim and I were talking about Bandcamp and um, you know, how much music not only sounds the same, but then you jump into the lyrics, and all of a sudden you wonder what? Because the vocalist just sucks. You know, and 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 I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna give everybody Frank, a Frank. Don't hold back. No, let us let us know how you really Man. feel. I'm gonna okay. tell you what. We can take it. The bottom line is, don't produce yourself, okay? Because you, as a band, you need outside ears and honest ears to tell you, guys, that's flat. Guys, that needs something. That one way or the other. Because when you play a song over and over and over yourself. After a while, you get fatigued. Start sounding, yeah. You, yeah, you, you actually turn death, death to the bad things that you're doing, and you continue to do it over and over. Lots of bands on, that I started listening to on Bandcamp, oh, this sounds great. The vocals would come in and just ruin the whole thing for me. Yeah. All three of these bands, great singers and great, great, the, the whole way they are projected. The, the complete package. They yeah, all absolutely. sound yep. very professional. Yeah. Um, whether it's DIY or not, you you wouldn't even know it. No, no, and that's that's the, the whole thing. If, if you are good enough at your craft, you could do it on a cassette recorder. You know, I mean, that's you can put out good music on just about anything. You don't need the huge studio. It helps. It certainly helps, but it's not necessary when everybody knows how to play their instruments and knows how to sing and everything else. Uh, so, uh, anyway, I love I that like tune. It, yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's that's someone who's got he's got it down, mm-hmm. you know. And that that first tour he did, he he signed with Doc McGee, toured with Cheap Trick and Kiss, which well, were like that, his. That's not a bad company. Yeah, I, there, I can yeah. imagine like you know, <laughs> being able to tour with my, you know, those those were my heroes, you know. I, I'd be so lucky him. Good on him. But uh, he's got some other stuff, and if you go back and listen to his other songs, uh, a little different than this. Everything's just a little. A little different. He's got a, a decent uh, cover of Turning Japanese. Which, oh, uh, by the Vapors. Love yeah. that tune. Mm-hmm. Which it, it's hard to top the original because that's. Right. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. You know, but, uh, but he, does a, he does a great job on it. And uh, everything's just a little different. So he doesn't, it's not really too pigeonholed. It's, no. Oh, I'd so, love to find out when. Do you know when he toured with Kiss? Because the name sounds so familiar. And... I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't in his bio when he toured with them. Uh, so. Mm. Very but uh, I'm going to go back and find some more of that uh, of uh, uh, Mars Needs Women. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, isn't there an old sci-fi movie Women from Mars? So no, yes, we, uh, we got <laughs> yes. we got our you know cross modulation going on here. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see, fellas. Um, three very different bands. Three good sounds. Uh, All of them good guys. Good yeah. picks. I like it. And again. We will put the links down below on the page. So Very original. We'll get that. Um, now, this is Jerry's pick for a classic album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to 
just let you guys talk. <laughs> um, Darn it, Frank. You know, and I'm going to tell you, I'll say you after. I mean, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble, but we're going to talk about uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers with Damn the Torpedoes. And I, and I think since this is Jerry's pick and he, um, he I think he's the biggest fan of Tom Petty mm-hmm. in, in this group here. And I, you know. Well, you guys don't like the Eagles either. So, you know, no, no. I could pass gas right now, but I can't, won't. But, uh. Can't figure you two can't figure you two out for the life of me. But that's why we keep doing this, folks. We're we're on year forty by now, I think. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, damn the torpedoes. Yep. Talk about it, Jerry. Talk about it. Well, well uh, it was uh, released in October of '79, and uh, two things I remember about it the most, just from hearing on radio and then the visual, is the album cover with that twelve-string Rickenbacker. <laughs> oh. I could just, I just stared at it. I could yeah. stare at it forever. Uh, but this was the first album that came out after he was had the big issues with production and management. And uh, we all know his first couple of records, the Good Tunes, American Girl, etc. And then there's that lull where the MCA says, uh, well, we're, we're switching your rights over to here. you got to put out a record for them. And Petty says no. So they go through a bunch of BS, and then this comes out, and of course he blows up. This thing was huge. Uh, again, October 79, and, and guys, just a quick intersection about how long an album is. <laughs> this thing was 36 minutes, 36. 38 seconds. <laughs> I would have swear going up it was a two hours long. Um, anyway, uh, that way to you know, me. For, oh, geez, that 36 <laughs> minutes, Frank, you're terrible. Anyway, um, Jimmy Iovine produced, uh, they had some singles off it. Of Don't Do Me Like That was the first one, November 79, and, of course, Refugee hit which is, you know, the beginning of our uh, junior year. And then Here Comes My Girl was the third single off it. Um, it's ranked number 313 on Rolling Stone's Top 500, yep. which isn't bad. Yep. Um, it was number two for seven weeks, seven week, weeks, excuse me, and you know what kept it from being number one? The Dude. Wall Fair. by Pink Floyd. Speaking of The Wall, Frank. Son of a gun. The Wall. <laughs> Roundabout. There we go. Pink Floyd, build the wall. Um, in a don't do me like that made it to number 10 refugee made it to number 15. Now, if you would have asked me, I would have thought refugee went higher than that. Cause I remember they played the heck out of that. But again, a, a good TP album is probably my favorite of all of his. I had hard promises after that. And I really didn't buy much more Tom Petty after that, whether solo or with the heartbreakers. Um, well, you know, you know, Jerry, you also mentioned, um, the singles, the other single, the last single I think that was released was, uh, even the losers. That's the only song Australia I only, right? Was that Australia only? It was here, I believe, at one point, but it was a single. Yeah. It came out as a single. So, really, it was it was a song that I actually, you know, liked. But you know what? Tom Petty to me is Bob Dylan's illegitimate cousin. Absolutely, because yeah. they sing like this. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I like Bob Dylan. I, I'll listen to some Bob Dylan. Now, uh, how can you like Bob Dylan and not like Tom Petty? Because of, San Diego because of the lyrical content. He, this guy, you oh, know, he told geez. stories. This here is is pop music. Nothing against Tom Petty. It's just not Louisiana my style. Louisiana Rain. Louisiana Rain isn't telling a story. <sighs> it's yeah. But he was popping. You know what it's telling? Candy. It's telling me how to go to sleep really quick because it put me to sleep. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It never. It, his music never ever Frank. hooked me at all. <laughs> Yeah, I love the Rickenbacker sound. Don't hold back, I say. Tell he, Jim and I how you feel. But you remember Dang I was it. talking earlier, I like riff rock. I like I like music with a hook. These are chords. <laughs> These are jingle jangly, 
hey, let's be Wilburys. This is what this is. This was, you know, they they wanted to be the birds. <laughs> exactly, and they 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 sounded and said and like said it. as much. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, and no, I, I love birds. Any, I don't have any birds. No, you uh, don't have any birds. I don't have any birds, Jim. And what do you think of that, Frank? Uh, you're a good man for it because I don't like the birds oh. either. Okay, now at least he's consistent, Jim. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing hey, me now, Frank. Mister Tambourine, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm putting together a birds playlist for you guys. You're, I'm gonna make you listen to it. Yeah. Frank, I mean, uh, Jim, I'll at least listen to it. Uh, don't send it to Frank. Send me no, his no, card. Yeah, I'm gonna, save, I'm gonna save torture your Frank with it. Yeah. Uh, wow. That would be torture. Yeah. I, uh, uh, wow. who, who was in the birds? David Crosby. Who else? That's uh, it. All I remember right, is that. Uh, I'm gonna uh, be able to say it. Uh, no, McGuinn Clark McGuinn, and what was the right. McGuinn Clark and Tillman was that what album yeah, came yes. out in the late? Well, something like that. Yeah. Again, uh, maybe not my time period. But I never liked the jingle jangly guitars, dudes. I just, it, uh, it was not for me. Yeah. But Tom Petty, oh, man. So you want to be a rock and roll star? Yeah. Eight Miles High? No, Eight Miles High. Gosh, no, no. Get him. Oh, Throw some titles at him. Yeah, you we're, want, we're, we're going to smoke a big it. fatty and then we'll listen to it. That's all that is. Oh, yeah. come Makes you go to sleep, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for them and, and Grateful Dead to tour together again, you know. <laughs> okay. I would never. Yeah, the dead, okay. I agree. I <laughs> I'll get, I'll get off my bird's high horse. Yeah, and if I'm lucky, the mamas and papas will show up and have some ham with me. I don't know. Pow, pass. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, Ow! yeah. And they're in the wow. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You believe that? That's not well, rock and roll. That's uh, folk music. Uh, NWA, aren't they in the Hall yes. of Fame? Yes. I don't even don't get started oh, on that. Look, look, yeah, don't, yeah that's, let's, that's a future let's show. Let's not go down that road. Oh, yeah. no, we're going to go down it. That's a future show there. <laughs> yeah, we will. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be huh. the, It'll be the yeah. shame show is what we we'll call it. 40 oh, minute gripe man. session. How long did it take Kiss to get in? I, uh, I dug. Excuse me. Yeah. Ed Nugent isn't in? No. Well, well, Jim, you like Tom Petty a little bit, don't you? I do like Tom Petty. Yeah. And I don't um, I don't hate him. Let's just make that. You already blew it, Frank. Let's yeah. listen to Jim. <laughs> oh, <darn> it. <laughs> okay, as an album, as an album, <laughs> I will say... I think Damn the Torpedoes is probably Tom Petty's most solid album. Yes. Yeah, because it's got four out of nine songs you can listen to. No. Wow. At no. 36 minutes, Frank, you can't sit down for 36 and play uh, it all the way through. Just uh, once. I'm going to – so here's a, here's a little tale for the youngsters who are listening. Back in the days of real AOR radio, and AOR stands for Album-Oriented Rock – Oh geez, there goes the the You're DJs could play Dragato. whatever they wanted <laughs> within reason, probably right? right. So <laughs> AOR Radio. So you you said there were four <laughs> singles off of this record, right? Refugee yep. got airplay. Here comes my girl. Even the losers. Shadow of a doubt. Century City. Don't do me like that. What are you doing in my life? All those songs got played on the radio. Louisiana Rain still gets played. Because Tom Petty went in. Oh, come on. You better edit that. You've got got young rockers This is is a a solid record, man. That's a mic check. Front front to back, I think it's his best record. It is. It is his his most solid album. Here's here's my thing with Tom Petty. Um, 
and I like Tom Petty. I'm not head over heels about Tom Petty. Um, Tom Petty peaked on his very first record mm-hmm. with American Girl. Yeah. Yes, good stuff. That is my all-time favorite Tom Petty song. We, we talked about the five songs we never want to hear again. Uh, I never tire of American Girl. And when yeah. that song comes on, I crank it up. And to my mind, he's never done anything quite as good since. Uh, but overall, for an album, I think this is his best album. Uh, I love Even the Losers. Uh, I think Refugee's a solid song. Here Comes My Girl. I really like Shadow of a Doubt. It's really one of my favorite songs on the record. Looks good, yeah. yeah. Uh, the only thing I don't ever remember hearing off the radio was uh, You Tell Me. But that probably got airplay, too. I mean, it seemed like everybody was deep into this record. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tom Petty wasn't the kind of guy I'd go out and buy. I was. Would you, know, you go see him I, live? Would you want to go sit through two hours of a Tom Petty show? Um, don't say it like that, Frank. No, no. That, you, you go to a show not to. I never went and saw Tom Petty. Neither Why? did I. Why not? He was so awesome. Why not? Money. Look. Money. $8 for a ticket back then. Get up, well, man. how much were we making did, at the dairy, Frank? Right, three twenty-five an hour. Cleaners, Jim. How much were we making? That, Sixty a week. It's not that Tom Petty wasn't good, but at that point in my life, when this album came out, I was listening to British Steel and Hellbent for Leather, and uh, you know, Van Halen, things that rocked a little harder. You know, and Tom Petty. Tom Petty was a little, little Cars. soft. To my taste. No, but I, I, you know, I recognize uh, it's good songwriting. Don't, yeah, I, they, and I recognized it much more later on when I went back and looked at well, it. This, it per- like, yeah, this particular songs. album, like I said, nine songs on it. Four of them I like. The other, the others I don't particularly care for. I don't care for Century City that much. You know, never been one of my favorites. But Tom Petty falls into that Rolling Stones category of every album he did. He only had one or two songs worthwhile, other than this particular album. If you go back and listen to any of his other albums, yeah. Especially Hard Promises, The Night Watchman. Do you like that? I like The Night Watchman, but what else? Okay. Not, not much. You know, not, they, there's a uh, one I'm or two. I'm trying to think what else was on Hard Promises. There's another song on there I really like. Um, but, I, but I'm a big fan of his earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. And everything after Damn the Torpedoes, I just started really losing interest in him. And until we get to the song that I, one of the songs that I loathe the most. Um, and and should have made my never want to hear it again song is free fallen. Overplay. Oh, well, not even just overplayed. I hated it when it came out because but, I'm looking at this standard of American Girl, <laughs> and then I'm looking at free fallen, and I'm like, this is what you're putting out now, Tom. Now help me out here. Which was the song about the one that he did the video with the uh, skateboard uh, chick? That was that song. Yeah, the little no. girl on the ramp. No, the one about going no, to the rap, down the rabbit hole and all that other stuff. The Alice in Wonderland. Oh, uh, uh, don't come, don't around, come here. around here no more. Yeah. With some sitar. Oh, see, I, I think. It. Yeah, see, that's the other thing. I think she had stuck with uh, Jimmy Iovine producing mm-hmm. instead of hooking up with Dave Stewart. I think it. Well, that's why Dave Stewart was in the video. Yeah. Right. So well, he kind of took guy over. Guy from the Eurythmics people. He's the dude from the Eurythmics. He yeah. just took over. But I, I don't know. I'm not a. I guess it. Yeah, Again, jingle, that got overplayed. Became, yeah, I, it became I, something else, and I like the jingle jangle. So, well, I mean, I'm, it, I'm a, I like power pop. It's got. I don't even consider him pop though, because he's he he's more folky rock, you know. And and don't get Tom me wrong, Petty? Tom Petty's folk rock, yes. Well, yeah. later on, yeah, but I mean, his early stuff, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, he was he was a wannabe, you know, slight rocker. He was never a hard rocker or anything, you know. But 
just good songs, but nothing. I, I say, I, I think I do. About own, running down a dream. That kind of rocks. Yeah, it does, but it's. Me and Dell were singing. Yeah, what else is on that album, that particular album? I, I couldn't tell you. Like I said, I, I lost. Don't have I it. Lost interest after. I just have damn the torpedoes and hard promises. Like yeah. I said, well, and I'm not trying to compare him to say the Beatles, but I can give you. A, I can name you almost any Beatles album, and you can give me the whole track list. You know, and the Beatles well, are all they're jingle the Beatles, jangly. Frank. They're the Beatles, Frank. The, well, they're not That's just why. jingle. J- the Beatles evolved. They became. They did. They, they evolved, did. and they yes, did. Some, they they did. did some riffy stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. But. Actually, he's not in that. He's not in that category. But you know, and I'm I'm not. No, not a lot of people are in no. the Beatles category. No. But I, like I said, every album I looked at of his, I went through. I went through iTunes and was checking them all out. Never heard of that one. Never heard of that. I started listening to him. Oh, I know why I never heard of that one. Okay, never right. heard of that one. Right. So, yeah. So I, I, it's it's good that you guys like him. I, I like I said, I never would see him live. <laughs> I would never. Matter of fact, yeah. if there was any concerts of him on tv back in the day i never watched him because he never it was low energy rock to me you know yeah so, gail so. gail's a little uh gail's a little angry we never went and saw him well gail get I was, over it yeah yeah i was just well <laughs> Jim, don't, tell her, don't tell her how frank feels Jim. yeah never that into you can it, take so. her to a tom petty tribute band how about that uh so petty We've yeah i think him. i already did that see so. there pretty it is good there. yeah there it is and there. uh <laughs> my, my brother went and saw him uh, I don't remember if he saw him at the last show or the next to last show when he played here in L.A. right before he passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think his very last tune he played was American Girl before ah. stepping off the stage. Well, mm. I tell you what, no matter what, he's gone too soon. No matter no matter what, that's yeah. that was a shame. That's that is a shame. Yeah, yeah. that is a shame. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, all right. Well, that's that's damn the torpedoes. I'm sure Jerry, you think that held the test of time. That album holds up today as much. Just as Just look at the 79. album cover with that twelve string Rickenbacker. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> okay. it. Both hands on that album, and, Mr. and Louisiana okay. Rain, and Louisiana Rain. No, only one hand on the album. I'm busy with the other. <laughs> That's what I thought. Louisiana Rain. Well, well, well. So this this episode. Um, it's Hold on. Not, oh, you have something to say? Do it, Jim. I, I think it holds up. Okay. I think it holds up. Okay. Um, not to change subject, but look behind Jerry's shoulder and you will see the JFJ conspiracy t-shirt. Now people, if you want one of those, you need to like us, share us, you need to leave us a comment on YouTube. You need to like, leave us a comment on Instagram, subscribe, uh, subscribe, hit the like, what, smash the like button, smash that like button, smash it, out loud. It. hit that <laughs> notification bell, subscribe. Shit. Uh, Slap it up, flip it, rub it down. At the end of a uh, Slaughter album, I don't know, remember which one it is, but all of a sudden the album went off and then something came back and said, tell your friends about us. And that's what we need people to do is if you you like the podcast, share our podcast with your friends because um, we're we're doing this for fun, but we want to see some growth in the numbers, people. So... Well, I Anyways. think the holiday season slowed us up a bit, guys. We were, you know, we're to to me, guys, Frank and Jim, my good buddies from school. Um, we're progressing. <laughs> no, because I went back and listened to our first show. Our oh, it's unlistable. Uh, unlistable. It's like Tom Petty. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't going to say that. It's like Tom but... Petty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm afraid to go back Easy. and listen now. My gosh. <laughs> no, my my point is, everybody out there in conspiracy land, uh, you know, it's a progressive thing. Yes, we're all new at this. Uh, we're getting our vibe. This is what we used to do in high school. 
people, we'd chat like this and, and we'd have the same arguments. We'd agree, we'd disagree, but we're all still good friends through all this and we can all listen to rock and roll and still be good friends. And That's so my right. point is, what are we, episode seven now? Episode seven. Episode seven. And uh, to me, in my opinion, you know, we're progressing. We're getting better each time. Uh, I had no idea going back to high school, class of 81, by the way, guys, all of us, <laughs> that you guys didn't like the Eagles. <laughs> would, I, would that have changed your friendship I, I, with how us? Could you, how I could you not no, know it, that? Because I, 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 I thought I was pretty vocal about yeah. that. Maybe I was in still so in love with the cars, or I don't know. I, I don't recall you guys not liking the Eagles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't have any Eagles music, but I'm just saying I, I don't dislike them. Right. Yeah. Mm, well, I may, I may have the greatest hits somewhere. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Maybe. Yeah. Everybody you know, has that. When when my mom passed away, I uh, got some of her stuff from the house, and there was an Eagles CD there. It's now a coffee coaster at my house. So. Yeah. Well, at least it's doing something useful. Yeah, it is useful. <laughs> what if it was your mom's favorite CD, and that's why she had it? Then right? it would be my favorite coaster. That's all there I just it. <laughs> there you go. I love it. You know, it's uh, you know talking about having having the same arguments for the last. Yeah, I. I this is what we do, people. <laughs> I, came, I came. I came to grips with my musical relationship with Frank a long time ago. <laughs> is that. We we love the exact same bands, but if you told us to pick your favorite song off any of those bands' albums, we'd both pick never, completely different songs. And the songs the we dislike, yeah. and and I'll ask Frank, well, what's what's your least favorite song on there? And it'd probably be my favorite song. Be the one on the you album. liked, yeah, yeah. 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 Just yeah, works out that way. It just works yeah. out. Kind yeah. of odd. Uh, but well, th- this different um, strokes, different folks, man. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, our next episode is um, episode eight, and it's my turn to pick, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. I thought, yeah. And and I was actually going to pick uh, British Steel for this oh. one, but you mentioned it. Uh, so kind of, you know, I shot it down. So what? So that took the that took, took the, the shine off of it? Yeah. So took what, the shot. See what I did there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Took the shine off the British Steel. <laughs> I, I, um, You're a genius, Jim. That's I'm going to stick with the same year, 1980. Okay. And okay. Um, th- I was looking at all the great albums that came out in 1980, not just heavy metal. But regular, just good old kick-ass rock and roll. But we're going to go stick with the heavier stuff, and we're going to revisit Black Sabbath's Heaven and Hell. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And that's, of course, the first album with Ronnie James Dio and that opening track of Neon Nights. So we'll talk about that the next next episode. How about that? Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. So. Well, if you don't have anything else, Jim, you got anything closing to say? Nope. Just I think we've covered everything. Uh, we're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. We'll throw some links in the bottom. Uh, like, share, follow. Smash. Smash the like button, people. Come on. <laughs> you can do it. Jim has uh, made an effort and a uh, pledge that he wants uh, 2 million views, I think, uh, before this is said and done, so that is our goal. Um, we're currently uh, one million and nine hundred thousand some odd short, but um, eight hundred. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> so, I'd be happy. If we, I'd be happy when we get to two thousand. Yeah, you for that. We'll get there. We'll get there, folks. Oh yeah, then. guys, work in progress. Work yeah. in progress. Yeah. Like I said earlier, tell your friends about us. So yep, there you go, Jerry. You got anything for us? 
No, I love you guys very much. I love doing this, and uh, I can't believe you don't like Tom Petty, Frank. I, just... <laughs> I like him. I don't love him. I don't want to listen to him again mm. in 2019. But that's yeah, it worked, worked about how I thought. I thought it would be uh, Jerry would be in love with him. I'd yeah. be somewhere in between, and and, and Frank, Frank would, would be, be like kind of kind of indifferent. So. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing. If I could have decades, <laughs> if I had remembered, I would have put my Billy Bob teeth in and did my my very good uh, Tom Petty impersonation. But <laughs> oh, yeah. No. yeah, no, couldn't find my top hat in time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, if you don't have anything else, then I guess the shop is closed. Shop is closed. Keep rocking, people. Keep rocking.